Hey everyone, welcome to Seated with Strangers. This season, we're exploring the topic of unsubscribing from pop culture and social norms. My name is Michelle. I am seated with Jessica and Kalia. On today's episode, we will be talking about unsubscribing from no new friends. Well, I'm going to start off with this question. Do you think social media has made us trash friends? Are we too reliant on social media as a way to maintain our friendships? Mm. (laughs) I think they will make you look twice at your friendships, you know? And here's an example. Here's an example. I can't remember who it was. I'll just leave it a broad example. You know how, like, say, for instance, someone will start a business and they're like, I bought X amount of newspapers or magazines my friend was on the cover or I bought or I'm constantly promoting my friend's business. So it makes you look like, uh, how come my friends aren't doing what your friends are doing? So I feel like it makes you look twice like, "Mm, maybe my friends ain't really rooting for me. I don't know. Yes, I I definitely think it's playing in some influence as friendships as being trash friends because I don't know I'm different because I've definitely have made some really cool friendships online mm-hmm. and like I have some very long lasting relationships like from high school and stuff like that who are near and dear to me I mean in the past two years I have connected with so many women who just unbelievable through online through social media clubhouse or whatever we've met up we've shared things like some things i haven't even shared with others and you know but we i think maybe because of our ages i'm about to be 35 this year so i think we come from being on the phone you know instead of texting all day every day mm-hmm. so we make that conscious decision to like either pick up the phone and just say hey how you doing mm-hmm. or i know for me sometimes talking on the phone can be very it gives me anxiety sometimes so i'm very much a texter so sometimes i just like if i if i have that notion or like a nudge like hey i need to text my friend it's been a minute you know and i just think like life happens or whatever mm-hmm. good or bad and I'm just like, hey, you know, we haven't chatted a minute. If you, you know, call me, if, you know, I, I was thinking about you. But I think it's so funny. I tell people like our generation is like the only one who can be like, I can have a conversation with you on Instagram, on text and on phone. But they're all five different conversations. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and I'll go back to that and we'll have like a different conversation. But yeah, I think, we you know, some of us maybe become too reliant, you know, maybe, I wouldn't say social media, but just tech in general, maybe mm-hmm. relying much on, you know, I've seen you, you're alive on Facebook, so, like, you must be good. And so oh, just, my like, goodness. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know for me, let's say it's my birthday, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, on Facebook, you get 15 million thousand happy birthdays and, you know, and I appreciate it, but. 75% of those people I don't talk to. Now, if my friends, my friends' friends, shout out to me on social media and don't mm-hmm. send a text to my phone. You feel some kind of way? <laughs> first of all, <laughs> y'all know I'm not up there like that. That's one. <laughs> Two, what are you doing? Like, we have that relationship. You need to text me. That. Yeah, should- like that. Don't do that. And then let's say, for instance, you know, friends who will 
post stuff, like personal stuff about their accomplishments or whatever on social media. And like, that's supposed to be my, your way of telling me. Oh, I haven't told you. you. Yeah. Like you need to like reach out and let me know. You you know what I'm saying? Like, especially if something that, you know, you're being celebrated or whatever the case may be, Mm -hmm. something life changing. I don't want to find out on social media because another friend found out on social media and then calls me and tells me, did you know so-and-so? Right. I just think that's not, to me, that's not friendship because it's not personable. You know, it's just very general for everybody to see. So I just feel some kind of way like, okay, are we personable or are we just social media friends? If that's the case, then let me know. (laughs) But will you address it? Will you tell them how you feel about it? You know, once you see it, do you call them, text them like, hey, you know, do you address it? So it depends on who it is. Okay. It depends on who it is. If it's somebody that I am like absolutely close to, then I would say something. But if it's somebody mm-hmm. who we probably have kind of drifted off a little bit, I say mm-hmm. that's just, it just is what it is. Yeah, congratulations, sis. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll make a joke and say, listen, y'all know that I don't, I'm not up there like that. Let me yeah. know. <laughs> I like that you, you know, would you address it? Because I kind of, that brings us like to the next question. Like, what are some red flags in friendship? How do you address them? Oh, gosh. And this might turn into a therapy session for me. Like, maybe I really needed this tonight. <laughs> I might not have friends after this. <laughs> uh, where do I begin? So a red flag for me is someone who is always so dependent on you. Mm. always like withdrawing 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 always and not making any deposits like they know that you're a mom they know that you have kids you have a business and they constantly either need help or I'm going through this I'm going through that constantly and they never even take a minute to be like hey how are you or hey how can I support you in your business like I know you're probably busy and then talk about what it is that they need you know what I mean like they literally right. leave with it every single time and it's like listen this is draining and we should be growing past the issues like I'll listen to your issue I- I'll-, I'll be the best friend anybody ever had but I'll listen to your issue once next since we need a solution I'm not going to keep listening to you talk about the same issue over and over and over and over again. It's like, come on, let's let's evolve. Let's grow. Let's move forward. I think a red flag is just imbalanced friendships where you're growing and they feel some kind of way. Or like I said, they always are so codependent on you. You can barely depend on them. Those to me are like really big red flags. Red flags for me is when you're going through something and I hear from you every day. Like you call me every day, you know, want to talk through something. Mm -hmm. And then once that situation has been resolved or you're able to handle it, I don't hear from you Mm. anymore. Mm. Just kind of fly by night. Like a user. Yeah. And, you know, I, Michelle, when you were talking about, friendships that are just draining people sometimes will take 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 and they don't even think twice about it like it's just like that person is there 
for what I need. And I'm going to take anything that I can. And then I'm out. I I got what I need. And all right, talk to you later. Now you're (laughs) depleted. You're completely depleted now. I'm depleted and I'm loaded with your baggage. (laughs) (laughs) Your your whole backpack. You just took your backpack and sat it on me. Now I'm carrying your backpack. Great. Right. (laughs) (laughs) just like in growing you know in in maturing I've noticed where I was just like not as supportive as my friends were to me and Mm -hmm. I didn't see it because I just was like in the hustle of bustle of life you know going to school getting out of school meeting friends in college and and then there just was times where like if I needed something they were there and I was there too but it was like I needed, like, you know what, Jess, you got to be better. And I remember one time, like, I hadn't talked to my friend in a minute, and she felt slighted. And she, we kind of came together, we got drinks, and she was just like, you know, I don't need to see you every day. I don't need to hear from you every day, but, like, I want to hear from you sometimes. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I would call her when I have an issue, but it'll be, like, for an event, or, you know, she did hair, so, you know, and I needed my hair done, and um, and I was just like, you know what? You're so right. You know, I couldn't fault her. I'm like, you know, you are so valid in what you're mm-hmm. saying. And yeah. I was not a great friend and I value you. I love you. And I don't want this to end. And it was that conversation that was just like, both of us are growing where, uh-huh. hey, I don't hate you, but this is where I kind of needed you and you weren't there. And it was just like, mm-hmm. you know, right. I wasn't there. And then I had another friend where it was just, I just, you know, I was just very selfish. <laughs> and so I probably was like, like, been like and I'm just like, yeah. wow, I need to do better. And so mm-hmm. now just like as an adult, I'm like, I, I try to like check in and be like, you know, so now I'm trying to be very diligent. If I haven't spoken to this person, like, okay, hey, mm-hmm. how you doing? Or you want to go get drinks or because mm-hmm. the different I have so many like my friends are all different. And I think before I used to try to play like matchmaker, like let's all be together and be like one happy family. And it's like, no, the only common denominator is you, <laughs> you yeah. know, different like areas of life. And that's cool. But like, you know, we don't all have to be a happy family. So, yeah. you know, it's just really learning now to like nurture the friends that I have and. I guess when it comes to red flags, not that I don't, don't have a lot of friends, but like, I guess I'm just, I just balance my like peace barometer. And it's like, is this unsettling or, you know, is this draining for me? Is this depleting mm-hmm. me? And if it is, then maybe I need to take a step back and love them from a distance. Yeah. I think with the red flags, it's like, okay, let's be mature enough to address it. Like, hey, you know, this happened. This is how it made me feel, you know, be mature enough to address it because nobody's perfect. So it's like, hey, friend, hey, this happened when, you know, you did this or said that or like, like, for instance, I have a great example. I have a friend who I launched my business. She has children and I don't expect for everyone to buy from me. But at least as a friend, I just I passionately feel as a friend or if you want to see me win, you will help somehow. So that means I will share it, post it, or like it or comment, but to ignore all my posts and all my comments and to never buy nothing. And then to go, you're on the phone with me shopping for your daughter. 
and for a photo shoot, you know what I mean? So uh, at first I didn't say anything, you know, and then I said, no, Michelle, you got to be mature enough to have the conversation, especially if this person, you know, is constantly asking for advice, constantly asking for this. So I addressed it and we had a moment, you know, we both cried about it. And she was like, I didn't know you needed me to be there for you in that way. I said, that sounds nuts. But if that's you, if that's your excuse for not being supportive, I have no idea. But I addressed it, you know, and I, I felt better because we had the conversation and I didn't just ghost you, you mm-hmm. know, because I felt some kind of way about it. Conflict for me is very hard to address. And that's something I learned in therapy. <laughs> and it was funny because like the th- my therapy just like communication is very difficult and especially when it comes to like addressing something conflict mm-hmm. and it's like it can be the simplest thing and my palms will get sweaty and I'm just like oh my you know what never mind we'll just bypass this it, yeah. so there's been many times I just allow things to just happen and I mm-hmm. didn't address them and you know then I'm venting to somebody else like well this that and the third they hurt me this way and it's like well, won't you say something? Tell them, yeah. <laughs> so that is something I'm definitely working on. So now I think I just try to like maybe like hint or, you know, try to joke, you know, but if it's something that's really offensive, like I just sometimes I just have to put my big girl pants on and be like, mm-hmm. listen, mm-hmm. this is what I'm feeling. I'm not trying to create whatever, but like we need to talk about this. Mm-hmm. And it's been a long road to get to that point. And I still have like, some inner work, but yeah, to be quite honest, some things I didn't address. I just let it go and I just kind of ghosted. <laughs> and I'm like, I know it's, that's not healthy because yeah, it, it bleeds into other relationships. And I'm like, I can't, I, I, I got to stop it. I yeah. totally agree with that. So like, let's now talk about what's happening in the internet streets. Recently, a post has been circulating on the internet that says, I require low maintenance friends. I'm repeat that. I require low maintenance friends. You got to allow me to disappear into the abyss of adult responsibility. Then pop up six months in six months. Like what you do on this Friday. Do you agree with the thought pattern of this friendship? And is this toxic? And are we co-signing and okay with ghosting our friends? I don't agree with ghosting our friends, but I know for me, and and Jessica has spoke a little bit to this uh, as well, that sometimes I get caught up in, you know, the day-to-day routine and doing everything mm-hmm. I have to do, that it's not that I don't think about my friends. It's just, I think about it and then it's like, okay, on to something else. Like, I wonder how they're mm-hmm. doing, right? But then I never mm-hmm. get to actually, you know, reaching out and, you know, and I was just thinking not too long. I haven't really been out and, you know, spent time with my friends in a really, really long time. And, and a lot of my friends aren't, you know, local anymore, but, you know, even when I do have the opportunities, just like, ah, something else, you know, I let something else get in the way. But would Mm -hmm. I ever say that my friends should allow me the freedom to just not communicate with them for months at a time and then come and be like, Hey, what you doing? No, because I wouldn't want somebody to do that to me. I wouldn't want somebody to just like not be in contact with me for months at a time. We don't Mm -hmm. talk, we don't speak. There's nothing. And then all of a sudden it's just like all love. 
Like, you know, it's just, it's mm-hmm. not because what, is it a friendship or are we just going out buddies, going out partners, buddies, you know? Yeah. Um, low maintenance part. I think yeah. it's more of a buddy term. Than my actual friend. And so, you know, and I'm guilty, just as Jessica was saying, I'm guilty sometimes of not being that person that I'm not an in your face kind of person. And and, mm-hmm. and my friends, you know, know that. And I hope they understand that. I don't know. But, you know, when the opportunity presents itself, if I give somebody a call or they give me a call, we talk, but it's not like there's no communication. We, you know, we'll text and we'll check up. I would never go that long and just be content and expect my friends mm-hmm. to understand that you don't have contact with me for six months and that should be okay. Like, yeah, I, I don't. I know, like, I've definitely been that friend to just be like, I just think, like, life, like, I guess for me, I kind of agree with her and I don't agree with her, but I'm like, I don't need it to be a requirement, but I just need you to understand, like, just for and on both parts, you know, mm-hmm. if my friend all of a sudden, like, just she had a baby, whatever, she's getting a new, whatever new milestones are happening. And there seems to be some like disconnect. Like I know mm-hmm. she's not like ghosting me, but just like life is happening yeah. and I would not be offended. But if she like pops up because I have a friend like that, like we don't talk every day, but we'll like chime in on Facebook or Instagram social. I like a pic or whatever, you know, I've, she's actually my daughter's godmom and you know we don't talk every day but like then there's times where like we get on the phone and we would just talk for hours Mm -hmm. you know almost like catching up like this is what's going on and so on and so on and this is what happened and you know we're laughing and joking and then like you know months will go by again and we but I think maybe now like having this conversation where I'm like maybe I just need to be more present and like hey what are you doing this Friday what are you doing next Friday Instead of just allowing just space to go on. Because then I have another friend on the opposite who is, she just wants, you know, hey, what are you doing? How's everything? Birthday. She's always on point. I'm horrible at birthdays. Like, if it wasn't for Facebook, I should be like, when is somebody's birthday again? <laughs> but she's just like, and you know, she's amazing. But then, too, I never want, I guess it comes down to, you know, your love languages or, you know, how you receive people and how you love people. Because I don't want her, how she loves on our friendship to be a comparison of how I do to her, you know, because that's not Um, me. Like, I don't things for me. Like, I still know you're, if I need you, you are there and I'm not judging you. So I guess we just need to have that understanding. Like, you know, we're going to love on each other differently, but I don't need to talk to you every day. I just, maybe now I just need to do a little better, <laughs> you know, and just kind of being present and checking in because just life is, life is short. <laughs> true. Very, very true. So do you all think we use the term friend too loosely? Maybe I used to. <laughs> not, not anymore. I think like my daughter, her name is Brooklyn. She loves her friends. She's like a friend fanatic. And but they're fanatic for her too. Like when they see her, they're like, oh my God, I'm out of Brooklyn. I'm like so excited. I'm like, I need new friends. Like my friends are not that excited <laughs> when they see me. But you know, at her age, you know what I mean? Like it's it's easy to say, that's my friend, that's my friend, that's my friend, that's my friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. you're not so involved. It's just I see you at school. We'll sometimes talk on the phone. I think back then, okay, yeah. But now, no. I think right now it has to have substance for me to say this is my mm-hmm. friend 
or I am your friend. You know, there's substance that comes behind it, but I think it comes with wisdom and age. Yeah. Mm. I agree. I, I I used to just sling friends all over the place. <laughs> like, yeah, that's my friend. But now, you know, that I'm older, you know, I used to work with this woman and I felt so bad. But like, we really just clicked. And, but we didn't hang out outside of work. And when I would go to describe her to people, it would be like, oh, she's like, you know, my work friend. And she was so, <laughs> she was so offended. And she was just like, what? Like, you know, but I didn't know what to say. But oh, you know, she thought you guys were more than mm-hmm. just work friends. Yeah, I guess you know. Like, actually, I take that back. We did go out. Like, we we would go out. Like, we call because I was a server. We were servers, so we would do like mm-hmm. we would go out for drinks afterwards. So you know, we would talk about mm-hmm. life and things like that. And we did get like really cool. But I just didn't like. I met her at work, and so that's how mm-hmm. I described her. She's maybe about she's she's a couple of years older than me. So now I consider her like my big sister. But she, I would never forget that she was like a little offended, and she was because I guess to her it felt like she was less than. But I'm different. like, oh, like yeah. you're amazing. I just at that moment I didn't, and I can be very awkward, so I didn't know how to like describe it. But you know, I, and I should have maybe just said friend, but. And I think, too, I kind of just say friends just to, like, eliminate confusion, like, when I'm describing people. But, like, Michelle said, sometimes I think, like, we need to go through a hurdle or something for you to, like, cross that threshold for me to, like, really identify you as friend. But then I go back to, like, I was in this club, you know, I would go in this clubhouse room every day for a year. We would go and share our affirmations and goals and stuff like that. And like some of these women I have really connected with and I'm like, wow, you know, I can call you a friend. And it mm-hmm. just seems so weird because I'm just like, I've only known you for a year, you know, and it's like my mm-hmm. best friend I've known for 15, 16 years. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I just think maybe sometimes longevity, at least for me, mate, doesn't have to equate to like an amazing friendship. But I agree. You know, and, and I think it's just like really monitoring those red flags along the way, too, regardless if they've been mm-hmm. your friend for a while. Because there's some people I've seen red flags, but I just we've been friends so long, like it'll go past. You just ignore it. so do we value friendships i know you know for me the handful of friends that i have i mean i definitely value those friendships believe it or not i don't make friends that easily i'm introverted (laughs) and so it's very like draining it takes a lot of energy for me to be in like social situations for me to really kind of put myself out there. Mm -hmm. And so for the friendships that I was able to obtain, you know, as I was coming along, I really hold near and dear to me. Like Mm -hmm. I will fight tooth and nail to make sure that I stay friends with these people Mm -hmm. because one of who they are, but two, it's really difficult for me. I don't know if it's just because I don't, Maybe I don't seem friendly or (laughs) maybe I don't really try to, you know, establish relationships. But Mm -hmm. I definitely value the friendships um, that I do have. Yeah. So that's a good segue to the next question. How do we establish new friends as adults and what does it look like or are we team no new friends? 
I'm welcoming to not any and everybody, but because I think right now I really have to like I value my peace. And if regardless Mm -hmm. of who you are, if you're disrupting that, like we can't. Um, but I, I'm very much an oversharer. So mm-hmm. either I meet you online or in person, we could be at a networking event. Like once I get comfortable with you, like, and you know, we just, I just tend to gab and just kind of like talk too much. So, you know, I, I just think it maybe just commonality, like things that were interesting. We just kind of start small and then, Hey, you mm-hmm. want to get a drink? You want to go out for coffee or whatever? And we just continue the converse. And I think from there, we just build upon, upon things and like you become a friend, but I definitely don't subscribe to no new friends. I, I, I couldn't even imagine some, like just along the way, the person that I am today, like if I subscribe to that, people have poured into me like just an, an amazing amount of just things and prayer or just love and support. And mm-hmm. if I would have just shut that out, I don't even know where I would be today without mm-hmm. some of like my sister tribes and just the village that I have. So I, I definitely going back to the other questions, I truly value friendships and you know, I'm very open, not naive, but, you know, I'm just kind of mm-hmm. like selective, you know, and who I allow into my space. And if mm-hmm. I feel like they're good and going to provide some substance, then. Right. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think at um, this age, I'm not necessarily seeking out friendships, but I think um, just they haven't organically uh, and naturally, you know, I definitely welcome them healthy relationships if it's going to happen organically and naturally but i'm not like oh i need a new friend or i need friends or you know right <laughs> i'm not walking around scouting them out but just <laughs> just socializing with other people or meeting new people or networking you know it just literally organically happens you know so mm-hmm. i'm cool with that you know because you you never know you know what the person like you were just saying uh jessica what the person is there for, you know, maybe right. this person is there to pour into you and you pour into each other or, you know, and you can establish a lifelong relationship even at whatever age. So I definitely welcome, I don't subscribe to no new yeah. friends either. I think that sounds like a, comes from like a hurt perspective. Like no. Yeah. I was just going to say, and when I hear women say like, I don't have any female friends. I, I immediately think like I am so like what woman hurt you? What I am so happened. Yeah, I think and I immediately want to pray for them because like I can't even imagine. I have some bomb like girlfriends and sisters, and I just like that is something I'd never subscribe to. To like you know, I only have male friends, and it's like what's why? <laughs> You're a woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I definitely don't subscribe to the no new friends. Like, mm-hmm. that's ridiculous. Like, how could you oh, be so closed? And like Jessica was saying, what happened? What happened to you? Yeah. Who did it? Tell me that's who did childish. it. Childish, yes. That you're so closed, you know, to um, establishing new friendships or just getting to know new people. I mean, mm-hmm. people bring such, can bring such richness, you know, mm-hmm. into your life. And just to say, nah, I'm good with what I have. You're being so close-minded and mm-hmm. you're missing out on, you know, you could be missing out on so much. And, but then in turn two, you know, if you haven't established any new friends, 
that could be the Lord saying, nope, that's not the one for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping you away from this group of people. I'm keeping you away from these people. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I'm definitely open, but if they haven't gotten here, it's because the right one has not come by. Just like mm-hmm. in, you know, romantic yeah. relationships, the right one hadn't come by. Is you know, th- thank God. And when the right one is ready, yeah. you know, <laughs> right? Yeah, fine. But it's, it's, it's the same thing because they're relationships nonetheless. And so mm-hmm. those are relationships that have to be cultivated and worked through. And, you know, mm-hmm. you have to give and they have to give. So it's it's really no different. So you definitely want the right person to come by that you can be in a friendship with. And so, you know, I'm definitely open. I don't subscribe to the no new, but definitely want the right people coming into my life. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I agree. Cool. I like this conversation. <laughs> All right, ladies. Well, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, Please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating or review. Seated with Strangers is a full experience podcast, so check out the show notes for more ways to engage with us. We'll see you next time. Bye.